screen. Uh, new curtain that came up so smoothly. I'm so impressed. Good job, production. Uh, my name is John. Uh, I'm back behind the desk, pearly lit, ready to misinform. And this is uh, Warhammer 40K's only late night show. For some reason, grim after dark. Um, no one wants to see just me. Let's invite my co-host in here. First up is my good friend, bringing a wealth of knowledge and a healthy chuckle to the game. That's Danny McDevitt. John, that was so nice. Danny, stop. No, it's dude. We have the smoothest curtains on this show. Fair. And then uh, let's bring in our other co-host, the one, the only. He's first in our hearts and second to square based. It's about half a finger. It's me. It's me. It's me. Hi everyone. How are you? Hi Val. Doing good. Hello. Doing good. How are you? How's everyone? Okay. Oh, and Dickie's here too. Hey, I guess hey. I never introduced you, but you yeah. are. Oh yeah. Hi Dickie. Dickie's Dickie. I just want a sh- big shout out to Dickie's Dickie's new computer, meaning yeah. that he oh. he could probably appear as the tech priest with an animated background and play Diablo at the same time. Point yeah, seven percent of my computer is being yeah. used by OBS and uh, the show. Yeah. Also, is used by Diablo Four. Yeah. And I was going to say that a similar amount of his brain capacity. Am I right? <laughs> hey. Got him. Got him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, I deserve that. Yeah. yeah. It's, guys, it's been a big week in 40K, and we're going to start things off with a question, Danny, you asked in our Discord here, uh, pulling up our first little slidey boy. Uh, all the data sheets for the Leviathan uh, units came out today. Oh, yeah. uh, for the Tyranids and the Space Marines. Danny, you asked the question, what units are your favorites and which ones are you pretty mad about? I'm most excited about the Psychophage. Um, I think his rules are really cool. Um, he is a buffing piece that's also a little bit of a hitter. And assuming he doesn't cost like a million points, I think his toughness is just annoying enough to uh, to be really good on the table. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty hype about him. I am very hype about the Apothecary. I like that oh, yeah, he's cool. is literally no healing at all in his rule set. <laughs> he's all <laughs> hurting. His healing is making other people hurt more. Uh, it's truly the violence is the only answer. Um, the only the only cure for wounds is a little bit of rat-a-tat-tat. Uh, but overall, I think over pretty good data sheets. Val, do you have a chance to look over them there? Uh, Peter the Falcon, uh, a friend of the show. Um, and, uh, and, and tech be sticky played a game of a uh, bootleg game of 10th mm-hmm. in this very casita, uh, this weekend. Yep. And, um, I was flaccid all the way through guys. Uh, nothing got me going, <laughs> nothing wow. got me going at all. So, uh, I don't know, maybe some good PDF layouts might, maybe, maybe might turn the corner. Okay. All right. You're just like, you know, I'm not excited for the game, but I do like a good uh, PDF layout. Yeah. So. yeah. Phil, what kind of resolution are we are we trying to get here? Well, like, what, what, what are we trying to get you up to? You know, uh, excited. You know, maybe a Cialis moment of some kind. Okay. Uh, you know, I will say, you need orc you stuff would. if you're going to get excited. Yeah. That's the thing. It that's would help. The, Although, actually, you know what? I have a, but I've, I've got a pretty good bucket of, of of Marines also. So, like, you know, maybe uh, maybe reading about Marines might might be nice. It is pretty hard to get super excited when we have like a third of the triangle of fun. So we have like a data sheet. Don't really know the rules. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't really know the points, and it just kind of is like, well, this looks good. But again, I'm excited about my little like punch apothecary. Uh, yeah. But if he's like 300 points, no. I also don't know that, like, if uh, if like I'm just 
I think in the, the in the course of ninth edition, like the tables just became a, like one endless ruin. Like it was just like so like they were playing on a table it was just clogged, yeah. clogged with so many ruins. And uh and it just what just didn't look all that stimulated me. Now this now this behind me right here. I mean we got we got some we got some square based action going on. Nice open field, couple tastefully placed buildings. <laughs> this now this, my friends, a six by four mat unmarred by painter's tape. I'm perhaps spoiled by my my current possession. So I, I'm open. I remain open. Mm. I remain uh, uh, on track to play at an RTT on the 24th. Get a free uh, wound dial. But, uh, but, you know, I'm not. Oh, uh, yeah, free wound dial. Yeah, the free wound dial. I mean, that's why I'm going. Uh, you know, that, That's need, why you're going? That's why I'm going. I need that wound dial. Bitches love free wound dials. <laughs> yeah, count, count some wounds on the face. There's a lot of I, wounds on Tamurcon. 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 Oh, yeah. Great, terrible, Did you bring him lizard to a game? Yeah, actually, that's uh, what's the uh, what's the big lizard for for lizardmen? The Mastodon? No, is it? It started with no the the Dreadsorian. Yes, the Dreadsorian. That's Pete's Dreadsorian. He he couldn't pack it pack in his bag because he has to take some trophies back for Falcon. Sucker! So I have I have his Dreadsorian, and behind him, turning tail because he got his ass kicked by the Dreadsorian is. Cameron's uh dragon no toad dragon. Anyway, I derailed this conversation about 10th edition just to say that not feeling it yet, guys, but I'm getting yeah. there. I'm trying. I'm still in the game. Danny, we were we were talking about this the other day, how we just have absolutely zero desire for ninth edition 40k. I know this isn't a games played podcast. Um <laughs> but you played on a tournament on Saturday. I well, all right. I hesitate to call it a tournament. I would say yeah. it was more of an event. Um hmm. Oh, I'm so, sorry, Mr. Legal Expert. <laughs> well, I mean, but like, okay, the the winner at the end is drawn by a drawing. Like, there's a drawing for who gets a prize at the end of it. And then there's a prize for best painted and a prize they had for best vehicle. So naturally, I took no vehicles in my army. And uh, I headed down to the store. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, beforehand, I'm like, oh, you know what? It's, a, it's around 11 o'clock. I should eat some lunch before I play. Tournament starts at noon, according to this application on my phone. Very excited. Starts at uh, noon. That's quite leisurely. Yeah. It's a noon to nine event. It's an evening affair. Oh wow. shit! Okay, all right. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> you would know that about Alaska GTs and RTTs if you ever let if us you talk let about us, our games. Yeah, yeah, Val. <laughs> guys, I, I'm I no longer creatively direct anything. There's no style guide. It's out the window, guys. You can you can do games play all wow. you want. John, what do you think about that? Yeah. About what? About having no style guide that's like directionless. We're like a ship without a sail in a storm. If anyone's listened to us for the last two years, there's there's never a direction. Yeah, yeah. Like for the last seven years, John. I just don't have a a crop folder beside me anymore because like it doesn't make sense if we would use the FLGN style guide. Still in your wife's closet. (laughs) She's just it, like it gonna be going looking for a looking for a nice outfit, and she's just, what the fuck's the FLG and style guide? Why is this in Why here? is this just full of blank pieces of paper? <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Accurate. Anyways, so I go to eat some Thai food. I have this great lunch. Um, I have my favorite curry. Someone's getting um, sweepy. Yep. So I uh, I head over to the event, and uh, everyone is playing, <laughs> and they've been playing for over an hour at this point. <laughs> 
Apparently the event starts at uh, 11 and my uh, my phone's Facebook settings was still set to Pacific time and not Alaska yeah. time. Yeah. So I was an hour off. still in Idaho. Yeah. Uh, Idaho uh, mentally, uh, Alaska physically. Anyway, so, uh, so I get the buy the first round because they still let me join, um, which is great. So I just uh, sit there and I shoot the shit with the TO, have a good, have a good couple hour break. I will say that is a pro gamer tip is to guarantee a win in your first round. Just arrive an hour late to the event <laughs> for a first round buy. Uh, that's you, you know what? The members we're, bounce. That is a members yeah. bounce. Look, guys. Uh, you know, we're giving this to you for free today. This is some real coaching advice um, that you can take with you to the bank. And that's the kind of coaching advice that you'd expect from a podcast with laurels like ours. Mm-hmm. Um, Not rested. Uh, no, <laughs> absolutely. So, so I play my first game. Uh, I play a great guy. He's played two games of ninth edition and we're both playing dark angels. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I got to kind of like walk him through the game. It was it was really fun. Uh, really nice guy. Uh, had a good game. Uh, the Did lion. He didn't stand in the corner on your objective. Uh, the lion definitely repented a bunch of fall on that day. So um, how many how many like stinky reflux Thai food burps uh, were suppressed in the course of uh, the first matchup? Well, from me or from him? Because like from, from me all the time, like at <laughs> least eight. Um, were, you, were you kind of doing the side of the mouth exhale while 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 hunkering over a codex over rules <laughs> rules disputes here? I try and uh, I try and do it through my nose, um, so I get the but bouquet. You're taller of than everybody. You're, you're, taller than, you're taller than everybody. Yeah, That's the just nose like... is like a filter. It's filtered. It's you go through the sinuses. The smell is dissipated. It's very hard <laughs> to detect. You have to have like a rancid hot dog burp, I think, to really get through all the sinuses <laughs> if you burp through your nose. I'm just saying. Anyway, <laughs> interesting, interesting strategy. All right, okay. Um. Oh, but Val, I had duck curry. It's so good. I, mm. I can't. I can't even. It, it's. It was amazing. Anyway, so I'm. I'm full up on duck curry and victory after my second game. And uh, uh, person who's played exactly two games of Warhammer. Yeah. So we we talked about it, and I gave him some tips and strategies and stuff like that. Hates um, Dark Angels, but loves Duck Curry now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let him have a taste. Anyway, so uh, third game, uh, I play against Orcs. Um, this gentleman is, like, just, his name is Colin. He's just an absolute champion. He's got, like, 15 Killicans, okay. uh, a, a Morkonaut, a Death Dread, a Big Mech with a Custom Force Field, and some Grots. Like, Good that's question. the whole list. How is he 2-0 yeah. at this point exactly? How is this possible? How is he undefeated? Bro, because pairings are completely random. Like, it's not a tournament. It's just an event. It was an event. It was an event. It was an yeah. event. Got it. Okay. Yeah, cool, cool, right. cool. All right. And keep in mind, I'm playing all Primaris foot Dark Angels with the Lion. So I have like 30 models. Okay. Um, so Colin proceeds to have maybe the best game of Dice Roll I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, it was insane. Like, okay. <laughs> Second turn, I get charged by a bunch of stuff, which is fine. But like any time he's got to roll fours, if he's got to roll eight dice, he's getting seven hits. If he's got to roll uh, like 12 dice, he's getting 10 hits. It's wild. Hot handed uh, dice game, baby. Dude, uh, the, the Morkin, the, the Mork, or the, yeah, Morkinot, not the Gorkinot, the Morkinot comes in, squishes the lion. What? Oh, like just dead. <laughs> <laughs> Surely that's not possible. 
it just takes two failed saves, Val, and I failed three out of four. So, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, the, I don't I think the Morganauts data sheet has changed since 8th edition indexes. I feel like it is the exact same thing. It's been, it is, the Morganaut is what the Morganaut is. Yeah. There's no surprise to me. Uh, I feel like I maybe should have lived. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm having I punch this and shoot this thing down with heavy intercessors in close combat until finally I kill it uh, with Lazarus. Guess what happens? That bitch explodes over my entire army and does over thirty more <laughs> wounds to my oh. models. Oh. So like <laughs> he's taking out characters, he's taking out squads. Like I have like eight models left uh, at like after at the at the uh, end of turn three and i'm like well uh this is gonna be an interesting game let's see if i can maybe claw this back through some bullshit and uh yeah i did do that that's exactly what happened yeah, it's the mcdivitt um, special yeah you did you uh, did manage to pull it back yeah i you know i played i concentrated on playing the game uh i played real gagey <laughs> and uh uh just uh yeah i clawed it back but it was a it was a seven victory point to six victory point uh win for me so really close amazing uh but yeah ninth sucks uh bring on 10th i think is the yeah i'm so done man like at the end of that i was just i was so done i I just got like a gt and a major to squeeze in before the end but like i after that i am finished (laughs) it's like an abusive spouse (laughs) this one guy's here uh this one i'm a little late on this one this one is from last year community it says it's been ten thousand years the kratos heavy assault tank comes to warhammer forty thousand. download the rules here Danny, val what is what do you think is the best 10th edition list for the kratos <laughs> it's gonna be at a legacy uh tournament only obviously mm-hmm. um uh but probably a ninth edition list would be the best 10th edition list for the kratos yeah. That's fair. Uh, Danny, what about how balanced will the Kratos be in 10th? Uh, extremely. Extremely. Uh, it won't be better than any of the other choices from Forge World. No, I don't think <laughs> you're going to see much of it on the table. Um, but when you do, you know, you got to really watch out for it. Um, is there a model that you guys are super excited for, for, for bringing in 10th edition or seeing what it's going to be in 10th edition? Oh, oh, I know what yours is already, Val. Well, yeah stampa uh, yeah yeah i'm very curious to see what happens with the stuff i'm mostly right now i'm curious about points because i've seen mm. some leaked points on uh, on some of the orc stuff so i'm very uh-huh. curious to see about points because the truck is very very cheap it's more how, cheap. Ma- how much is the stampa this is what i do not know oh mm. you not fair, know. Fair, fair, fair. It's fair. will you see a sub 600 point stampa that's what i want to know Man. possibly I don't I've think gotten, so. Like, with... All my favorite characters already revealed, almost, almost. Um, yeah, I can't think of one that I really, really want to see yet. Uh, I, I guess I want to see some data sheets. If I want to see a data sheet, like not something, not not like a character, I guess, or because those are my, like my favorite things in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, I guess I want to see. Oh, I know what it is. How could I forget? It's the Turvagon, guys. The Turvagon is the coolest oh, yeah. Tyranid kit, and I've and I've been hounding for this thing like all day, Bane, uh, like a hound uh, for someone. He's got a, he's got a tilf. Sweet tilf Mama Turvagon, bud. Sweet Mama Turvagon. Uh, yeah, she's great. I I, I, right. I hope I hope I hope the addition treats treats her well. We'll see. She's uh, had a tough time. She's you know. You know. 
up and down. Moving on to the, yeah. the next slide here, though, because uh, Turf Gun has been great. But, Danny, I need you oh, in, your, in a way only that you can uh, to describe what we're seeing here. Right. Uh, Val, this might be similar to you from your fantasy days. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we have here is a picture of uh, a parking lot. And in the parking lot, uh, the, the kind of the focus of the picture is on what appears to be a burning model. Now, the way and the color that the flames are, kind of a bright white to, to yellow to orange uh, with red just on the tips, um, is indicative of burning Forge Road resin. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I know that because at the end of Fantasy, I watched somebody do that to their entire Dark Elf army. And based on context of uh, kind of the shape of this model and the size of the base that it's on, uh, I would guess that this is a, is, this is a Leviathan Dreadnought. Um, that someone mm. is really upset is gone. Mm. That's fair. Uh, and moving on to it to the next one here, it does come out hot off the heels of the announcement from Games Workshop that Legions and Legends, Warhammer, the Horus Heresy models, and games of Warhammer 40,000. Uh, GW put out a very upsetting article for me personally about how Forge World models, I'm going to make the distinction because it's not Horus Heresy models, how Forge World models will interact with the 10th edition of 40K. Um, Danny, take us through how they're going to work. Uh, <laughs> you can't use them. Get out of here. No more. Well, specifically, Space Marines and Chaos Space Marines can't use anything. <laughs> this is one of the most bizarre moments, I think, in my personal weird. Games Workshop history. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dickie, we move forward like one more slide. I have a list of things that are gone, and this is where a lot of my problems come from. Um, so Leviathan, Contemptor, and Daredevil Dreadnought's oh, gone. What a shame. That's cool. I understand you don't want to balance that, so even though I have a, I have a beautifully converted Death Guard Daredevil. I have two beautiful Death Guard Contemptor Dreadnoughts. Fine. Understand it totally. Mm. Also, the aforementioned Kratos, the Sakaran and all its variants, the Spartan. Thanks for buying that off me last year, Pete. The Cerebrus <laughs> and the Typhon tanks are all gone. Um, it said certain variants of the Land Raider, the Vindicator, and the Whirlwind. So I would imagine that um, Scorpius. Scorpius is gone. Really, the, uh, la the last bullet point is the one that is the most perplexing. So oh, we're, we're getting there because yeah. that one is the one that pisses me off the most. <laughs> Xiphon interceptors, fire raptors, storm eagles, and stormbirds. Hey, Absolutely. Can I Get point out something out, John, yeah. before you move on yeah. from this? So all of these choices before this are pretty much models that are getting that have a plastic kit right now from Heresy that they've released in the last like year. Uh, in the last year. Yeah, because Heresy came out about this time last year. Yeah. Um, or is going to release very soon. Mm -hmm. So, he, like, those yeah. are all kits that are available in every store, available to every person that they could potentially buy and use for 40K. Right. All right, moving on. Uh, we have Legion support weapons, which, thanks, my quad cannons. I didn't want to use them anyway. <laughs> foul blades, Falchions of Mastodons. Thank you for, for getting rid of that the month before I was going to buy a Mastodon for my, my Templars. <laughs> we have Javelins, Dreadnoughts, and Deathstorm drop pods. Secretary Hopolis. You still buy a Deathstorm drop pod? Those you can. Wow. It's a 30k unit. Uh, it's a it's a conversion kit, I think. And also Terex pattern termites. Really glad that my oh. my my two drones. Which oh. until now was was like the most probably widely able to be used model maybe in the game. Like everyone could oh, use yeah. the fucking yeah. termite. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let's go uh, to the part of the... So Decimators, God first in lore appearing in M35, only 5,000 years after the Horus Heresy. One of the most OG Imperial Armor uh, units as well. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, I, I have three on my painting desk right now that I was working on, and now mm -hmm. I just want to throw them in the trash. But yeah, first appearing M35, uh, Decimators, gone as a Horus Heresy unit. Greater Blight Drones, which I have three painted of in my case, gone as a Horus Heresy unit. Blood Slaughterers, gone as a her Greater Brass Scorpions. Greater ba Brass Scorpions, by the way, on my painting desk right now that I'm working yeah. on, I sent Dicky pictures to say how great it was looking. Yeah. Um, Greater Brass Scorpions first appeared in lore M41, only <laughs> 11,000 years after the Horus Heresy. Yeah. Uh, the Charybdis Assault Claw, which is in my case, and the Drag Claw Drop. Well, actually, the Drag Claw do uh, Drop Hog can go away, so people can what? stop just turning fins upside down on their no. the Drop Hogs making shitty. I agree with that, that, actually. I do. <laughs> I, can, I can just die. That's uh, worth the you, you missed the my heartbreak was was the Chitin Ravager. Uh, Chitin Ravager. I, yeah, I've yeah. got two oh, that Chitins. Thing is so cool. I've so got if I, two Chitins. And so it's so bad. So John really wanted to rattle off the in memoriam list here. Uh, but yeah. I think we failed to even set up context for the reasoning behind these uh, these models being cut as communicated on Warcom, which the if GW I were dicks, which, <laughs> which hate my models, which fails the like scratch and sniffs test so immediately that like there is yeah. no logic here. Abandon all logic as we go down into this little rabbit hole, because the 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 the. the the argument was that these are these are these are uh, models for Horus Heresy, and that they will not be actively balanced for tournament play. Therefore, they won't be legal. I believe there's still going to be some legacy data sheets for this, or is that not true? They're being legended, so they're going so to. They will have legend stuff. sheets. They will have legend sheets. It's just not going to be updated or balanced. Um, and yet, as John pointed out quite bitterly, uh, a number of these are not in any way, shape, or form Horus Heresy units, um, and. There are a number of units that inexplicably have been maintained in 40k, namely yeah. the Custodes Forge World line. And I'm not complaining about this; just I don't understand. Oh well, we're gonna get to that. There's, are there's, we? There's and, always an asterisk. Hey, I'd like to point this out too. Today, in the Space Marine reveal and the data sheet for the Terminator Captain, they list yeah. one of the units he can join as Relic Terminators which are Horus Heresy Terminators. Like, this is just, this reason just doesn't make any sense. No. What is going, Is are they okay? Is is Games Workshop okay? What here's, is happening? Why Why these units? Why in this way? Why now? Like, it doesn't make any sense. So Decimators, uh, Blood Slaughterers, the Brass Scorpion, older kits, and I would imagine uh, resin molds don't do great, right? The Charybdis Assault Claw is a massive kit. Um, and then things like the Greater Blight Drone has almost been replaced by the Bloat Drone, uh, which is a similar like model into what it does. Um, so I can see that one going away. And I also understand that you have, I mean, fuck, the, the Space Marine book has 100 units to balance as it is without Forge World. So I get it. I really do. I just wish there was a little bit of honesty about why we were of these units because right now it's like we're getting rid of them because they're 30k models and i'm like literally i looked it up as soon as it happened the greater brass scorpion was not seen in the imperium until m4199 not a in guess, any way shape or form a heresy model yeah, yeah. 
As a matter of fact, yeah, and they do not show up as Warhammer. Like, of course, are they even on the website anymore? I'm going to see this here. They are still, because they're heresy models, right? But I feel that's disingenuous, because if you buy a Brass Scorpion, there's no rules for it in 30k. Uh, well, yeah. no, I'm currently looking at at, at their stuff. Uh, the Brass Scorpion is available only in the 40k section. It's not available in the Horse Heresy section. Impossible. It's a 30k. I unit. mean, that's what that model was always has always been designed for. Like, the I mean, the Brass Scorpion? Like this, yeah. It was, was designed, designed for Horse Heresy? No, no, it was I designed think for it became War, right? Yeah, it's, uh, these are not. These are not. This is what my point is: is they're literally not no. ho- horse heresy models. Like right. they're as no. in not right. used the in horse heresy. The chaos ones absolutely are not because the demon engines didn't come along so much later because they didn't know the right way to like like join the souls to the, or the machine to the demon or, or whatever. But doesn't matter. It's 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 a crappy reason. Value hinted at custodes. Jake, you want to throw up the next slide here? Some did make the cut through. Um, so all Adeptus Custodes units from Forge World will be getting comp- um, competitive rules going forward. Also, the Imperial Knight models from Forge World will also be getting comp rules going forward. Um, because they say uh, that these have been well-maintained and taken care of and are actively used in the 41st millennium, unlike a Brass Scorpion, which was just around for a year. Uh, and then was like just disappeared suddenly like Poochie in the Simpsons. Um, I think some of this, I'm very bitter about this, by the way, but um, I think some of this comes from the fact that the Imperial Knight, they have a brand new plastic uh, Serastus kit coming out. Yeah. And I think they, the accountant was like, geez, how much did this cost to make this mold? Yeah, no, put that back in the game right no, now. No, 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 okay. no. So like people always skip. I just need to interrupt right now. Like. People always skip to like economic arguments with these guys, but this is this is this is not has this has nothing to do with economics. I one hundred percent. This has nothing to do with what is right for the for the bottom line of Games Workshop. And not that I'm like a particular, like I'm not passionate about their 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 black ink or anything like that. But like, no, there's something else amiss here because of the complete lack of any internal logic. Uh, yeah. If you want to, if if the if the motivation is to sell models. Uh, yep. then you obviously wouldn't want to restrict uh, opportunities to use those models, I think. Um, that seems to yeah. be a uh, a priori type logic if, there. If it was up to me, I would ask uh, 40k head Stu Black himself why all these went away, but my head doesn't nod quite enough to, to be able to get that interview. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very unfortunate. Like I said, in the grand scheme of things, I understand why it happened. I mostly agree with it happening. I don't like the reasoning being given for it happening. Yeah. Um, and oh, hold on, I, like, I still don't understand. Like the reasons that they give it that they've given are not understandable. Like, no, there, there, there are. No, there's the only reasons I can tell that they remove these these units from 40k. And by the way, not the major like massive titans either. Those for some reason have been spotlighted as having their own rules and will be balanced or whatever. Um, like there is, there there is no, there is no reasoning for this. I think quite clearly, like it is, it is whatever is going on here is, is known only unto like internal politics of games workshop. As far as I can tell, like there there does not seem to be, there's no, there's no logic in this, in their explanation for it. And there's no logic in what they've chosen to make the cut or not make the cut because there are a large portion of cast models included in this, in this chop down that are not horse heresy models. What they are all. What they are indeed all are, <laughs> that didn't make any sense, but what they are, what they are is Forge World models. That no. is their commonality. 
but so are some of the ones yeah. that are still allowed in 40k so go fuck i don't understand specialist they have a, maybe, they had, maybe they had a draft maybe they had a draft maybe they they were like okay specialist special studio versus core studio go you guys are going to pick all the models get to be picked on teams now I like this uh down voting people in chat says uh other reason kale should suffer that's fine it's been a while since i've had something to complain about we got a pretty good codex pretty good world leaders book uh, it's about time we had something to bitch about you know he also makes a good point too here where the edition change is the best time to do this so like doing this in the middle of an edition would probably go over even more poorly than this will yeah um because at least it's kind of a blank slate that we're starting with whereas people buying stuff for the edition like for the game they're currently playing to have that stuff be taken away is uh i'm sure worse i think yeah um uh but like i don't know is is it are we looking at maybe like a downgrading on what they want to produce at forge world and so they just want to carte blanche like remove that from their from their operations in case that they decide to stop doing like specials games i guess that would make sense if all of the lines were removed you know, like that again. That logic would hold up if there was nothing left from you know Specialist Design Studio slash Forge World. Uh, you yeah. know, if there were no Titans, if there were no Custodies, if there were you know if there were no Knights, um, if there were no a bunch of other Xeno stuff that's still alive. The Gargsquig's still going. Like all kinds yeah. of Imperial Armor units on the uh, Eldar and Orc side. Tau, yeah. like some of the most busted ass, old, out of date Tau sculpts are still going strong. Do you, do you um, think it's a balance thing? Because notoriously, uh, Forge World stuff has been hard to balance for GW. So do you think that's just a, a straight-up balance issue? I do. No. I mean, if it was if it was because they were afraid of like trying to have too many data sheets to balance, yeah. I think that that's a bad argument, though, because they keep expanding ranges with new units. Like, there's six new units in or eight new units in the new leviathan starter mm -hmm. right yeah but i i think so like for me looking at it like there's a lot of the the corn specific units in there that, that are 30k units maybe trying to get those to balance with the world eaters rules didn't work like at all okay. or, or kind of sure, made maybe. something busted right maybe it worked with chaos space marines but maybe didn't work for world eaters and you can't necessarily take that out of the 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 corn chaos units and maybe the bloat drones like gave too many speed options to to, to death Guard. you know what i'm saying so i'm think i don't think there was a very deep thought or conversation about it but i mm -hmm. think they were just like what if we just don't do them I'm like cool sounds good but it's but these are all things that will have rules they've already stated they have rules what they're not going to do is they're not going to like update or maintain or balance those those points and rules right again Correct. this smells like like whatever the reasoning they're providing again is not the reason why they did this full stop because yeah. it doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense i mean yeah, if we if we go and look at if we go like maybe when the dust settles and i actually i legitimately can't wait to have all of the data slates in a way that we can have them listed and sortable there's a lot of like cool like sort of macro analysis i'd love to do on 10th edition oh, um, sure. just like nerding out on a spreadsheet and one of them might just be maybe maybe when the dust settles we'll come to find out that both Chaos, Space Marines, and uh, Space Marines uh, regular have, like, exactly 100 data slates. You know, it might just be something as dumb as that. They're like, we're going to get these bastards down. We're going to get them down to, like, some arbitrary cap. But I would bet that, as a matter of fact, uh, when you when the dust settles and it's compared edition over edition, um, you, you'll just, just 
arbitrarily deleted things from from the game for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah, that's, I mean, true. that's fine. It's fine with me. Yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm all for simplification, but like also like there's some units, especially in chaos, that they've removed that they don't have access to in other ways. You know what I mean? Like specific, specifically like the 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 assault claw and yeah, like the drop pod's gone. Yeah. The drop pod, mm-hmm. like that's 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 yeah. a real bummer. You know? Yeah, so, that, I, that, know. I, I hear you there. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we're gonna go something less serious here, Dickie. I'm gonna do a drum roll here uh, oh. to see just really build up because uh, this is very important competitive uh stuff we have to follow up on here uh but we're gonna excess gooch grease is causing some men to use maxi pads but danny what is gooch grease exactly What indeed? Um, we went I, pretty I, serious I, for the last section, and I figured we would. So yeah. I this feels this way here. more serious to me. Uh, really? Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I feel yeah, like I'm being you know seen. I'm offended that you have to ask me that. And I'm not <laughs> are, you guys, are you guys sufferers of gooch grease? I mean, I, you know, things can get swampy in the in the, yeah, in, sure. the, in, the <laughs> in the dead of summer. I'm sure you know, even in the northern climes in which we inhibit. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I've never had to. Um, use something designed specifically for absorbing liquid um you know i don't have to pour sawdust down my pants to deal nope. with it either um so right. that's good i don't understand I don't why why you know the, the there is a product for this and it's known as gold bond medicated nut powder and it's on the tin it says medicated nut powder and why I, you don't need you don't need maxi pads and is that, about it. is that is that what it says on the tin well, i'm pretty sure i've never looked at it closely it's in cursive but i'm pretty sure it says it's for your for your nuts uh-huh. perfect well we're gonna move on to this uh next uh, it's been a while since we've had tabletop inquirer uh on the show uh so i found oh. this amazing yeah, I missed that invitation uh, still open which is yeah yeah which no kidding he would be great very funny guy I would assume guy is just the demo. I'm sorry if I'm offensive, but it says <laughs> guy is hyper elitist and condescending about hobby yet suggests apple bees for dinner. Uh, which I think is a situation we've all been in. So what I want to do is we want to talk about some of our best pre tournament, uh, during tournament and post tournament food places uh, and recommendations. Uh-oh. I was, I just have to put a quick addendum here. I think this could only improved if he had said, uh, Outback Steakhouse because that's my that's that is my oh, personal. That's way worse. I please, usually Applebee's also terrible. TG TGIF I'm sure right, yes, also yeah. a good op- option. But Cheesecake uh, Factory. Love it if someone took a uh, Camilleri to Outback and be like, "What do you think?" Yeah, right? It was awesome. It's like Australian it was steak awesome right? when we did it. We um, did it in Charity Hammer the one year, the first year I went. Took Adam Camilleri to Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, of course we did. How, how really disgusted fun. was he with the experience, so or how happy. polite was he about Bro. it? As far as as far as interstate restaurant options go, and if I had to tier if I had to tier list it, I would put Outback probably somewhere at the top of that tier list. Um, it's it's probably my number one choice. I don't know about you guys. Um, uh, I'd rather eat at Chili's. Chili's, yeah. okay. My my friend and I after a recent tournament we did Olive Garden. That was weird. Oh damn! Uh, I don't think I would do that. Oh, again. that is weird, dude. Yeah, that's a dusty choice. <laughs> that, that, what was what was I that feel burger like, place? That I feel like that's a place with very heavily laminated menus that have not been changed in some time. Yeah. Val, what was that know. burger place we went to in uh, San Francisco at BIO? Do you remember? 
Uh, in and out. In and out. Yeah, that was delicious. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be a good choice. Yeah, but that's John. not that's not like a rat. That's not that is that is an interstate cuisine. That is just that's just fast food. I'm talking yeah. about like interstate sit down restaurant staples in the South. You might have Shoney's as an option, for an example, oh, or God. or the Cracker Barrel. Um, now, there are some truly truly terrifying mm-hmm. options out there in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're saying, Danny, for breakfast. Oh, yeah. John and I uh, are frequenters often of uh, Red Robin uh, after tournaments. Yes. Quite often we'll go yeah. there. Red yeah, Robin's a, pretty good. Good, good chicken. Yeah. When we're out in the valley. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, there's a right outside a local game store. The Pizza Hut, Hut shut down and the restaurant shuts at 1 p.m., which is past our lunch break time because we do night games, as we've established earlier. Because we start at <laughs> we start <laughs> leisurely <laughs> noon. <laughs> leisurely noon. Uh, so we go well, for a Thai curry. It's light out until 1 a.m., so I think you're the, probably fine. The best part is going to a Thai, uh, a Thai restaurant and ordering chicken nuggets and a margarita. Uh, <laughs> golden nuggets oh, baby. god he made me so fucking mad like we go to this it's a really this is the same place i got this duck curry at right oh, yeah. and it's right in the same parking lot as this game store and we go and like john's like yeah you know what uh i think i'm gonna have a margarita and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> like leave the room like you can have literally anything this is what you're choosing he's like yeah i, want a margarita. I could have and literally anything he 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 saw how frustrated it made me, right? He saw what he was doing was making me angry, right? You fed him. And so yeah, it, yeah, oh yeah, it nourished his soul. And so what does he do when an order comes around? He's like, Yeah, I think I'm gonna get a little something. Can I order up the children's menu and get a plate of chicken nuggets? And they're like, Yeah, of course. And I'm just fuming in my seat. Like just i'm so upset like i don't know hey, how embarrassing to get a children's item menu and and fucking chicken he is, nuggets. i mean i need to remind you occasionally of this danny but the man is from scotland that's true uh, and i will remind you, you could, it was 1 p.m on a tournament day so i was quite drunk at the time <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you do did he as boil the nuggets I, I assume that they were boiled nuggets they were they were actually fried in Danny's duck. Uh, oh, Ooh, very, quite <laughs> <delicious>. mega loathing. <laughs> uh, I'm pulling this 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 image back up here, uh, and guys are throwing in some great uh, comments in chat here. Uh, why not late night IHOP? I think you answered your own question, Tim DeGray. Uh, Nick Herding saying a Waffle House throwdown in Alaska. Yeah. We don't get Waffle House. We just if get, we had Waffle House, yeah, I would be, be there, there at the end of every tournament. Uh, and Sherman pointing out that Camilleri said he liked uh, Outback but hated Fosters, he which just Fosters. makes me think he's from Tanzania That's or right. Tasmania. Um, <laughs> no, New Zealand, actually. Tanzania. <laughs> Tanzania. Drew. Uh, but I love this picture Danny had last week so much. I brought it back. It's, uh, <laughs> he's great. He's great. I love this ogre. <laughs> it's he's so hard. hungry. It's our 20, it's our 20 millimeter square based, which is older and not as good as the, the newer square based. Uh, but it's our fantasy question of the week, uh, okay. which is going to be somewhat related to 40K for you guys. I found uh-huh, this one okay. on Reddit. It's asking if you could add only one faction to 40K, Vampire Counts or Skaven, which would you add and why? No, no, no look. Buzzer shot. Skaven. 100%. The rude. <sighs> yeah. I. I, I mean, I can't even argue that it's like it's just the answer. They were te- they were also teased in the third third ed rule book. I don't know if you guys remember that incredible page with all the like the run. 
the weird Zenos, the, the, the weird Zenos, the Sterid. Yeah, gave it all the way. Mm-hmm. They're even a chaos faction now in no. AOS anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks, AOS. All right, and then on the flip side, which single war gear item would you bring into the old world from 40k? <laughs> a shield drone. Hey, <laughs> you dirty son of a gun. Oh, uh, a shock attack gun. Because there's like so many snotlings around. Like you That's could true. shoot hella snotlings. Yeah. Mm. I could just mount it on the front of the, the pump wagon. It's true. Perfect. It's also like it's like trans-dimensional warping as well, right? So like I feel like yeah. <laughs> I feel like different things could phase in and out because of your shock attack gun. There has to be a couple. <laughs> like Grimgor Ironhide just like plops down in the middle of a like 40k battlefield, like I, because of a shock. That'd be yeah. awesome. There's gonna be a couple snotlings who were shot through a shock attack gun who ended up in like the Empire. <sighs> now there's a data sheet I want to see. Let's see what happened to the old shock attack gun. God Let's bless. See. We'll see. Oh, ran, yeah, that would be great. I ran list in 8th edition with three shock attack guns. That might have been peak Warhammer for me. Uh, I think my most was six. Did six? I, do six I think it, I did I five or six in like sixth or seventh or something. Oh, my God. Oh, that was in, yeah, probably in seventh. In seventh, I did oh, maybe it was before six, that, though. But there were six of them. They were yeah. all riding around in the Howd of Gargantuan Squiggus, so you could <laughs> actually shoot them. And they Amazing. could always shoot out, but there was one game where every roll was like double one, so I just teleported myself into combat <laughs> with things that would like instigate me. And I'm like, you know, live by that the shock attack, die by the shock attack. attack. Yeah, that's uh. what happens. Dicky, you spoiled it a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah, I'll forgive not, you. Sorry about that. After popular demand, <laughs> we're doing it again. We're doing it again. Okay. And thanks to popular demand by Val pointing out I didn't know the rules or watch the show at all. <laughs> this I've week's this you before. It took Val saying it to make you actually go look at what the rules for prices right are. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, Val shames me more. I just nod my head. Uh, but this is themed. This is all based around one set. Okay. Um, and this is all sold prices. So oh, gra- okay. All, all right. Sold. We got reality here too. We okay. Have reality right. in here. Okay. Okay. So last week on Saturday, up for pre-order, uh, <laughs> is this next slide here uh, is the Death Guard Season Three Space Marine Heroes. Oh, uh, okay. They were available for all of three minutes uh, uh-huh. for each of the pre-order zones. I did pick myself up a set. Thank you very much. Nice. Okay. Um, and the entire set of seven models retails for sixty-four dollars US. Okay. Which is exactly one dollar less than uh, than free shipping. Uh, but you know when you get it in your cart and it's not and it's not mother fingers, man. Yeah. <laughs> this was also, Jeez. I think I believe, one of the only ways to get uh, the malignant playcaster, the actual good one, and the not the one that's yeah. pooping out of his hand in the US. He was before a Japan exclusive model you had to buy on eBay or from <laughs> nefarious people who were mad that Forge World no longer like John's bitterness really coming through tonight. Yeah, gotta yeah, say this I, is uh, a bitter week. <laughs> John, I bought that. I bought the paint set that he came in. Yeah, and it was expensive, right? Yeah. Um, it was like sixty-five bucks. It was sixty-five bucks. But we're gonna yeah. start this week uh with Oh wow, okay. So this is new in box. We are we are talking about new in box, just so yeah, like we're gonna go down next slide here. Down. Next slide here. Uh this one okay. here. So the first listing was sold on June fourth. Okay. Uh a complete set of eight heroes with one duplicate, uh, which would be a random one. Uh brand okay. new 
How much did this set of eight models sell for on <laughs> eBay? Was this bid or was this just straight up by this now? This is, I don't know. Not sure. Okay, I just, okay. I, I have the, the price it sold for. Okay, I'm going to go. Um, one cent. Someone's saying one cent in okay. chat. Kim Lord's in chat saying <laughs> Already one cent. Already with it. In with a penny. Okay, so I'm going. here, Kim. I'm glad that I wasn't the only one I'm who going. didn't know the rules of the prices right. You have you can't do that yet. You're not playing this. All right. So who goes first? Who goes first? We just go in go in order. Like go whoever. Yeah, whoever throw it out there. Speaks first. All right. I'll go first. All right, no, Val, you go first the first time. I'll go first okay. the next time. Okay. All right. Very sure. gentlemanly. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go two hundred and one dollars U.S. And and oh, again, no way. Because Val made me me look up the price uh, the rules. Uh, it's the closest without going over. Mm-hmm. I believe. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one hundred dollars. So one hundred dollars, Dicky, get on in this, or have you already oh, looked? Jesus no! Christ! No! Jesus! Oh my God! I did it! No! I knew it didn't cost two hundred bucks. One hundred and ninety-nine dollars. Never oh, asked Dicky questions. What a thrilling! What a thrilling round! Wow! <laughs> Amazing! Damn, I was close, but oh well. Ah, geez. There, there's more to go. We're gonna do this one here. See how uh, off by a dollar twenty-nine. Oh, no, actually, we're not counting shipping. We're not counting Kim, shipping, Kim obviously. Just plus shipping, it was $31 shipping for this, which Damn. is also a ripoff. Oh, oh, shipping pushed it over. But, yeah, we're just going for the price of the models, not the price of shipping here. I, Next up. A I, can't, I can't see. I can't. So what? So it's not $199.71? It was $199.71. Okay. All right. So we're I was $1.29 off. Okay. Thanks for the kudos. Cool. All right. We need, a, no we problem. need a point system for them, yeah. Yeah. All we right, do. so Danny's up one, one nil here. Okay. One nil to Danny. So the next model here, we can all try and forget the uh price. We gotta figure out some us. sort of 40k Plinko so that we actually advance to another game after this. That's uh, fair. That's but fair. Anywho, no one that's, saw the actual go. price this last one, so we're good. Okay, we have cool. Claudigus, which I love that as a name, but he is the Death Guard Plague Marine. He is a icon bearer, which actually no longer exists in the Death Guard mm. data sheets, and he was sold <laughs> December fifth. 2022 uh so how much do you think someone paid six months ago when this was just a japanese exclusive model for a death guard plague marine icon bearer bearing in mind no one ever took death guard plague marine icon bearers (laughs) Mm, 32 32 yeah 32 dollars okay i'm I'm going 35 35 come on pull it up (laughs) 3897. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Nice job, Val. Ah, Beautiful. Ah. It's a great model. I'm excited. I really hope that he has his own data sheet. If you hadn't gone so low, Danny, I would have guessed the moon. I would have gone just straight to $200 <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, again, chat coming just in, letting us know everything on 200 every time. <laughs> chat coming in, Leslie. Someone's pretending that's a play caster. Absolutely. That's a great Yeah, point. that's true. Yeah, that is, that is true. Oh, here we go. Technology coming in hot. You know, next up, what we have is uh, Death Guard Claudius again. Uh, but this guy here now pro-painted. Oh, uh, interesting. So it has been pro-painted. That picture there is a picture of the Claudius model. It was sold April 17th, 2023. It's had a slight bit of conversion work done. Um, thank you, Dickie, for that very uh, high-tech uh, like that. scoring sheet. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nice. How much are people paying for this pro-painted one? Chad says add $200 in value. <laughs> I might not listen to that. I'm going $75. 
Seventy-five dollars. Okay. Yeah. W- one cent. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, would you like to answer in a way that doesn't make you a dick? <laughs> no. 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 One cent is a valid answer, man. He thinks That's I went fair. too high. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so the right answer the is. It's really good. Yeah. Sixty-six dollars and ninety-three cents. You flew too close to the sun, Val. Fuck, Fuck man! Say? You can tell I spent a lot of time on eBay, fellas. Come on! I am buzzing right around. The, I am right around the rim here. I it's just actually not a bad price. It's a pretty good paint yeah, job. Sixty-six bucks isn't bad for a good. Seventy-five bucks, I'm man. Supp- Maybe I'm I thinking in Canadian too like much. Yeah, maybe you're thinking in it, that is Canada. Yeah. That's from Canada, though. So oh, oh my it was God. shipping You'd be right on the money, Val. Yeah. If it was yeah. Canadian. No, that's the uh, king. The king's up. Next money. up. Next up, we have uh, the malignant playcaster. There's more my heart can't take this. Boy. Oh, jeez. Uh, okay. This was the guy only available in Japan that uh, Danny had to buy a complete paint starter paint set for in order to get. Mm-hmm. That starter paint set retailed in Japan for about $100. Mm-hmm. Now, part of the new Warhammer range, part of the Death Guard Heroes, which is all sold out everywhere. Sold May 30th, 2023. Uh, right about the time they announced that it would be up for pre-order this week, how much was the Death Guard Malignant Playcaster? Sixty-four dollars. Okay, sixty-four. Because of the irony. Sixty-five dollars. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> the right answer is. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! One hundred and twenty-five dollars. Oh, nice. Why? <laughs> Why indeed? Yeah. Ridiculous. Wow. John, you just um, told the story with pictures. I did. Uh so this one here, do you guys it's perchance, all bitter? It's all very bitter. Have any paper around you at all? Because this uh, is for all the marbles. Okay. And it's all tied up. Right it's your, two two. Anything uh, yeah, to, sure. to write, yeah, 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 sure. I could probably read. Because this one here, you guys are gonna write your answers down. Mm. Wait, and hold then, on. Uh, show them up. All right, here, I'm going to use this. Just a second. All right. Uh, do I have a yeah. pen? Quality. That's a better question. We don't know. <laughs> because I, I, I want to make sure that this game is not decided. It's going to either end in an unsatisfying tie or... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or Go it's going to end ready. the thing. So our last model here is Scabbath. The Death Guard Flail Plague Marine. Yeah, okay. uh, he's so gr- cool. Great looking model. Very excited to have him. He was sold May 28th, <laughs> 2023. Again, about the time that they announced that this set would be up for pre-order. Love the fact there's a little nurgling is one of the flails. He's just kind of hanging on. He just wants to have a good time. Mm-hmm. How much was this one model? Write your answers down. Hmm. Answers in. Okay, hold on. I'm writing right now. Some kind of music, some weight music, maybe. Oh, I can. There you go. Yeah. Good theme. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Okay, guys, reveal your answers. I can't I read that. Sixty dollars and sixty-nine dollars for Val. Nice quality, sixty and sixty-nine. I just want to thank you both for playing. The ultimate winner tonight is. 
no one. It was 4777. Both losers, but really. What was, what was the what was the score? How much was it? It's forty-seven dollars. Two, two. <laughs> forty-seven. Oh, bucks. so we were both over. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I never considered that that could happen. What an amazing <laughs> thing! This is a fucking excellent episode. See what happens when you play with the rules. I mean, that's great. <laughs> we got uh, we got I, some YouTube the YouTube gold here, buddy. Yeah. As I do have a Put very special tiebreaker round for you oh. guys, though. Just okay. Around, lightning round. We got a lightning round. Chat. Uh, chat. We're gonna let's ship to the to the next slide here. I have a very special thing. Okay. I call it Falcons Foreign Rules Corner. So guys, okay. what I did is uh, I got a very good. I don't know if you know, but our good friend Peter the Falcon is uh -huh. uh, multilingual. I wouldn't say good friend, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Associate of the show, tolerator of John <laughs> Peter the Falcon, uh, is very multilingual. Speaks uh -huh. a lot of languages. Yeah. So what I've had oh. him do is we read a Goonhammer article, and I had him read one of the paragraphs about a certain model from the new Leviathan set okay. in Chinese. And the, simply, what I'm going to ask you guys to do. Tell me what model it is he's talking about. And again, here's our good friend, slight acquaintance, Peter the Falcon. Tasuoshi it was just a minute. It was a minute of a quality Goonhammer article from a friend's Goonhammer about the new Leviathan box. Um, if you guys don't get this, I do have a version in a different language. Um, <laughs> That is a little easier, but I wanted to give you guys the option. Peter Venner says, I am very high. What did I join to hear? That's Peter the Falcon talking simple Chinese. I'm going to go with Yao Ming. That's the only, those are the only words I heard that might have been in a unit. Yao Not Ming. Not a 40K unit. But very lot, very tall center from the NBA in the early 2000s. So you're asking me what units were they talking about? Yeah, what unit was uh, Peter one unit. Falcon talking about? Just one, one unit. unit. One unit was being talked about. Uh, and it's from the Leviathan box? It sure is. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, Here. What I can do. Yeah, okay, hold on. No, I got it. It's the Neuro Tyrant. I'm going with that one. Uh, no. Uh, oh. Wrong. So this is for all the marbles. This is the easier Italian version. <laughs> do we just shout? Do we just blurt out if we know it? Blurt it out when you get it. All right. Okay. Um, the Ital Peter talking Italian is the funniest thing to me. He <laughs> <laughs> is Colossimo. This is his native tongue. That is. That is. Yeah. I started in this one, but then it was like, oh, that's far too easy. But but here is the same text, but in Italian. Dando un'occhiata all'altro lato della scatola, 
Sì, sono alcuni insetti dall'aspetto massiccio che avanzano verso le linee dei marine. E il Ballistus Dreadnought vi fornisse alcune grandi armi per di oh. Questo modello è interessante soprattutto. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know it was whoa, a whoa, Ballistus whoa, whoa. Dreadnought? We both said, yeah, it's a 3-3 tie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank I, you. I think that's fair. That's only what, what an outstanding uh, second episode of eBay braces, right, John? That was That's good great. work, sir. Good wow. What a, what a really bit. With you. Good, what bit. A bit. good bit. Good bit. Good times. And really, just I just love how it was the foundation of bitterness over the fact that those are all limited edition scalp models that have since been released uh, and also you know immediately scalped. The, the important thing is I got mine. <laughs> 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 um, I do want to pick up, bring up a couple things uh, before we head off for the day. If you haven't had a chance already, uh, Dickie produced just an amazing content. Uh, by the way, thanks to our friends at Games Workshop who sent us the Leviathan oh, yeah. box early. No uh, kidding. Thank you for that. this amazing upside down rule book. Uh, it was being super cool, and Dickie made Here. an amazing Throw how it to, to me, play John. video. Oh. <laughs> Are you not going to do it? Uh, an amazing... <laughs> no. I, I don't i don't i didn't get the book this this is maybe the best moment in this entire show ever <laughs> but uh, you made an amazing how to play video definitely check that out uh team effort. it's team effort it was a team effort um but it's been described as i don't know how to read and this taught me how to play uh so <laughs> if you don't know how to read um have someone take you to that video so you warhammer 40k instructions you. for people who can't read good <laughs> Yeah, and can want to do other stuff good too. What is this? A game for ants? <laughs> That's why the Forge World went away. Um, uh, I, on the other hand, in my super salty state, uh, been watching the 10th edition content coming in. Uh, Adrian from Tabletop Titans was lucky enough to interview Stu Black, uh, head of uh, 40K. Um, and all I could see from the 16 minute video was a lot of head nodding. Nods, yeah. um, mm -hmm. So I just made a, a two minute super cut of uh of all of the head knots from that video which means i did the math 16 percent of that video was just them nodding heads at each other which is the kind of the, the kind of like statistics i love now I, I i'm an honest man if i make fun of someone i went into the tabletop titans discord uh they keep going to go down a couple of slides here and i posted that video and i'm like hey just want to preface I, I really enjoyed the interview i think you did a great job um and i posted that there zero responses zero uh -huh. reacts zero replies uh -huh. a meme uh that we covered on the show three weeks ago um got eight separate reactions right underneath that uh so really Amen. so john what does that tell you statistically <laughs> it tells me statistically the crypt shadows here chatting i posted it before you <laughs> so it tells me I should spend more time in their Discord and maybe. Oh, oh, got eleven got reactions. Eleven reactions. Wow, got blew 11. the doors off, Johnny. Blew the doors off. Amazing. So yeah, thank you for everyone who's just like already posted, nerd. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely check out that. It's a really good interview. It's a great uh, example of active listening. And a thumbs up. Wow. Wow. That's maybe the most popular content we've ever produced. Uh, yeah, I don't even believe it's a thing. Uh, but yeah, some great stuff coming out in the, Ouch. In the last week. Uh, if we go down to, uh, before we get out of here, we have a specific question from for Val. Oh, uh, shoot. Down a couple it. more slides in the first red curtain slide. It says, question for Val. Will we be seeing peaches anytime soon? 
Aww. I mean, uh, points cost points costs notwithstanding. Uh, we're going to find out. You might even see Buttercup if they're cheap enough. Whoa. Whoa. You heard it here first, folks. Peaches and Buttercup could come out. I mean, if they... Subs. I mean, like, if we're under... If we're under... I don't even know what it would take. Probably, like, sub 350 feels good for me. Sub 350. Give me sub 350, so will, big squig. You will never so see Peaches or Buttercup yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think... The last time they're ever mentioned again, they were put I to sleep. I feel like they were around there at the start of 8th. I think that's where I think that's where I think OG Peaches was somewhere around 300 375 points with with weapons. So, it was later that they got like jacked up to some stupid 400 plus point mark. Yeah, you so. know why? It's because of you. Yeah, it was me. Fault. Yeah, for what it, for what it did to Adam Bramowitz and, and Robute yeah. Gulliman. Yeah. And uh, everybody loved him and you were the villain. <laughs> surely was. I also pressured him to vote, vote me best sports, leading me to inadvertently win that event. Uh, fantastic. There's nothing that says best sports being quite like, you better fucking vote for me. Yo, <laughs> yo take, this maple, take this maple syrup and just put my name on the page, okay, Abramowitz? Do <laughs> Damn, it, dude. Do it. Do it, and you'll become really high up in a good paint company. Otherwise, <laughs> gutter. Uh, anything so else you guys want to add in here before we sign up for the night? No, uh, I'm excited about 10th. Yeah, it's happening. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait. Hopefully this week we'll see some more data sheets. That'd be yeah. great. The next couple um, of weeks, guys, he's, he's be already real, playing Diablo at this point. Real light wait, on yeah, jokes. Like, yeah, uh, real happening? high on 10th content. Yeah, I mean we're always real light on jokes, but but more so than, than usual. Right. Uh, uh, <laughs> ASMR. Keep a square base out there. That's all I got to say, folks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can't talk about that. Every be Thursday. real and original. Yeah. yeah. The real Thursday, yeah, we'll the be real. returning. We'll be re- returning. The original square base podcast. Yeah, it's a it's must watch. Yeah. It's a must watch. It's going to uh, be good on, yeah. on this Thursday. It's, this yeah. Thursday's gonna be so good. you're square base classic, right? We're the original. All caps. Oh, square so you're like Age of Sigmar. And uh, he's like the old world. <laughs> <laughs> this is great, actually. Because it's uh, the original, right? Wait. What came before? Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, but anyway, that's all the time we've had. Thanks for joining us. Hope you've enjoyed our discussion, insights, and irreverent games. Um, yeah. Remember to follow us. Uh, all of our information is at grimafterdark.com. Uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe, leave a review, even if it's shit, just five stars and say really bad. Until yeah, next thanks. time, stay safe, stay warhammered, and remember, it's pretty grim after dark. Later, yeah, he made a comeback, lending yeah. those lustrous lips in the 1980s to such bands as the Scorpions, Dividar. Guns N' Roses, Love you, and baby. Pat Benatar. Tanner Herbert, we got to get him back on the old show. Oh yeah, that'd be Half good. century after his humble beginnings, he's, he's at nice it again. This time, without numbersome musical accompaniment, he'll have you wetting your whistle <laughs> and whistling along. Who's actually whistling? Who's his new album, Whistles Disney. Is sure to be a hit He's with all generations. Like a great whistler, I would say. Order now and receive <laughs> a like bonus album. It, like it really Earl makes it for me. It's like a solid two. A collection sure. of previously unreleased material of Earl's the favorite songs of the, the years. Warbling is one of my favorite things. On this bonus album, he demonstrates his newly mastered technique of inward <laughs> whistling. Order <laughs> uh, today on compact disc or double length cassette.
All also right. available at fine retailers right. such as Walgreens. Right. Dick, you could you just CBS, leave this on for 12 hours like you do. Sam Goody stores. <laughs> yeah, you, Earl you whistles Disney. Your computer can Buy handle it. Today. Play Diablo at the same time. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> That's Good what night, you everybody. were going to do anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was going to do that anyway. Yeah, you're right.